previously on Attempted Adventure. We were given these uh, artifacts. We're the yeah. keepers. Morgana, we're going to need some help down here immediately. There is a town called Rosemond. Villagers have been changing, often going missing shortly thereafter. The surrounding trees have all died, and the local animals are acting wild and dangerous. Sounds very on brand for the evil goop. Return trip, huh? You all see the smoldering ruins of a building. They fucked up our bar! In front of you, this building has a large, hand-carved wooden sign that reads Town Hall. Hello! We're here to help you. Hi, Townmaster Germ Log Pitcher. Nothing is wrong here. We don't need to hire a band of traveling thugs. Locals around here call me Granny. Do you know anything about, like, what's going on with the woods? My granddaughter, Frances, she's not been the same. Perhaps we should go talk to her and see what she says. Welcome back, adventurer. Are you ready to give it a try? Um, yeah, we approach Franny. Okay, she, uh, everybody make a perception check on her. Eleven. Oh my God, I got a five. <laughs> Ooh, nat 20. What the hell? Ooh, 18. Allie's dice hate her. 20. Yeah. Uh, okay, Portia, she just looks sickly to you. Like, no kind of sickly you've ever seen, but she just looks sickly. You can't really determine what. Um, Fenny, and you can see that her she's very, very gaunt, and her skin is very grayish. And uh, Melody and Otto, you, you two can almost tell that this has happened over the course of a few days. Her hair has become stringy and lost a lot of its color. Her skin is grayed and mold, uh, mottled, and it's... Just almost looks waxy with the the amount of life being sucked from it, and uh, when she looks up at you and looks at you take looks at you all to take you in, um, her irises have no color. Ew. Yeah. Does she look way back in the first arc, like she's on the path to becoming the black figure from the rock monster? She's approaching that level of gauntness for sure. Okay. But she still looks like a humanoid. You really yeah. couldn't tell what that other thing was. It was just charred and black and nasty. Okay. All right, Franny. Speak a little bit of common to me or I'm going to assume you're a demon and I'm going to demon slay you. Well, hang on there one second. I too am a demon. Am I about oh, to be well, demon slayed? He's watching too much Inuyasha. Apologies. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay, I'll forgive I'm, you. I've been, Fanny and I'm sorry, I've been binging a lot of Inuyasha. <laughs> you know, it's a, the, the new scrolls released last week, it's very good. <laughs> he has a group of friends uh, from the theater uh, read them aloud to him. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Uh, no, Ander and Cal acted out. Okay. Yes! Uh, 
Why don't you, uh, Otto, why don't you roll an intimidation check for that? Okay. Uh, it's gonna be a seven. Oof. Yeah, she kind of rolls her eyes away from you all and goes back to watching the mice and rats uh, swarm around the chunks of bread that she's thrown into the corner of the cell. Yikes. Very hmm. yikes. I get down. She's leaning with her back against the bars. Mm-hmm. Like her back to the door. Yeah, okay. I get down and talk next to her head in a not very loud voice just because I don't want to be like screaming at her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say, Franny, we want to help you. Grand sent us to help you. So if you can muster even like a tiny bit of strength out of that obviously evil body and talk to us a little bit, it would be extremely helpful. Uh, why don't you roll a persuasion check? It is a nat 20. She uh she looks up at you as you've kneeled down to speak more close to her and she gives you a a gray toothy smile with her her gray almost yellowish teeth and she says uh why don't you come in here I can show you how helpful I'll be and she cracks her bony knuckles Oh Franny Do you know I realize I am but a short little tiefling man but uh I am remarkably resilient so you will probably die. So I will not do that. Um, I do sense some antagonism here. You don't seem pleasant at the moment. I bet previously you were. I bet you were. <laughs> yeah, this is a great, great conversation for me, buddy. Listen, I'm just glad you're talking. It's a step in the right direction. <laughs> uh, she kind of she just like uh, scoffs and, and looks back away from you. Not really. Ask her what happened. I'm trying. She She's very angry. Oh, Franny, what happened to you? Um, she's, she's borderline unresponsive now. She kind of just is staring into the dead space. Not really even, it doesn't even seem like she's even hearing you anymore. Um, okay. I cast message, the cantrip. Okay. okay. To... Franny, and I say, we're going to help you whether you like it or not, so get used to it. Can you roll... Hmm. Can you roll a check with your nature bonus? Ah! That would be a five. Okay. I have no nature ability. We were onto something there. She was about to give us something good. What is? What are your abilities? My good ones, or just all of them? All of them. What do you have available to you? I don't have a character sheet up. Oh, okay. I'm trying to see um, what would be the best for this. Ah, no. Okay, roll an insight check. That is actually. Do you want me to use that dice roll? Sure. Doesn't matter. You can re-roll it if you want. Okay. If I don't, it was a three. So it was worse than before, and I have no wisdom modifier. No, so. re-roll it. Re-roll it then. It's a ten. Okay. Uh, you uh, when you message this to her and you open up this channel of of telekinetic communication, you hear back just the very last tail end echo of, 
Please. Sick. What'd she say? Um, yeah, I turn to my friends and say, she's still in there, so we have time to figure this out. Wait, I think I have a spell for this. Oh, damn! Here's the thing, guys. Uh, well, while Melody tries to come up with a spell, I know for sure that if we table this problem and go with Sheriff Iggy, we're going to come back and she's not going to be in the cell anymore. So we should, de- like, how, what are our best methods for confining a person? Sheriff Iggy. <laughs> we should enhance the cell. Oh, I actually totally do have spot. something for that. Um, after Melody, Melody does her thing. Mm-hmm. Melody, what you got? I have telepathic bond. Uh, through my like bard magical secrets, I can learn a spell that's like not in the bard class. I have two that I can do, and I picked telepathic bond for one of them. Okay. So I can forge a link telepathically among eight creatures in my range. Okay. Uh, psychically linking them for the uh, duration. And yeah, it would just telepathically bond us. So we could speak telepathically. I don't know if that like works. It seems like she really responded well to the telepathy. For an hour? Mm-hmm. Um, Should I cast that? You would have to make a... Uh... doesn't say she makes a check. No, it doesn't. Yeah, okay. Um, you can try that if you'd like. This is D&D. Do yeah, as you I please. Try it. Okay. I cast that bitch. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, All of us send her. Yeah. What do you say when you when you connect all of you together? I say, Franny. Franny, are you there? Um. She says, uh, "You hear in your in your mind." Uh. uh who is this? How is this happening? Uh, you, you know, we're just talking with your corporeal self, and we'd like some insights onto, you know, how to help you return to your body and get control over it again. I would also like those insights. This is Melody, by the way. Oh, nice to meet you, I guess. <laughs> I would, I too would like those insights. This is Melody, by the way. That's as good as, you know, Portia. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? How did this demon guy take control of your body? What's the last thing you remember before you turned into a Linkin Park music video? <laughs> uh, well, I don't remember anything about a demon guy, but uh, I guess the last thing I remember is is maybe fetching some water from the well or passing by water. some crop fields. I don't know. Like Nothing really seemed to happen to trigger it. It was... I just all of a sudden, like, you know, felt myself growing angrier and sadder and weaker. And then all of a sudden I, I wasn't wasn't able to control my actions or words. They were just full of pure malice and and sickness, mm. really. That's relatable AF. Think so. Right? Definitely puberty. <laughs> She's like 25. It's definitely puberty. Right. Late bloomer. Uh. Franny, where is your farm? 
Uh, I don't own a farm. Uh, I just, I work at the shop with my gran. Where's this well? Well, there's a central well that most of us drink from in the town. Uh, Jamie didn't put it on the map. <laughs> Did you notice any black goo in your water? No, can't say I've seen any black goo. Well, as it turns out, the black goo is the thing that's causing this, but it, it's irrelevant. Don't worry. Uh, All right. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm feeling very guilty talking to her because I'm thinking about all of the people that got black gooed in our previous adventures that we just kind of killed. So could we have saved them? No, to no, be wait, fair, there, What's his face? there comes a point where I think Maurice. it's irreconcilable and they are turned into something non-human. Yeah. So don't feel too bad. Don't think about it. She's like don't worry the about closest it. to the line that we've encountered so far. Yeah, exactly. Though. We haven't killed too many people except for like, you know, uh, Ursula. Ursula. Yeah, there were some Ursula. shitty hobgoblins. Ursula's sister. Ula? Ula. Ula, yes. You guys never remember my NPC Ula. names. It hurts my feelings. I'm sorry. I don't remember people's so names in real life Ursula, either, though. She's a sea hag. Same. Uh, as you guys are speaking, you you notice that the the cadence and strength of her voice is gradually becoming weaker, and um, uh oh, her her just all around visual self in front of you is also taking on that weakness. Franny, Franny. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't, I don't feel so good, you guys. <laughs> oh no! Oh, don't do wow. the Infinity War thing. <laughs> can I try? She's against the. Can I touch her shoulder and cast Cure Wounds? Mm-hmm. And see what happens. Mm-hmm. What is it? One D eight. I restore. Seven hit points uh, if she has lost any. You see, uh, just on, on her neck, you see just where around where your hand is, uh, where her skin has become thin and weak and has kind of torn o- open of its own accord just from her moving, uh, heals up just a little bit, but not much more than that. Nothing really happens other than that. And Ooh. very soon after, you see her skin begins taking on that thin... Uh, very fragile-looking state again in the area you healed. Okay. Melody, maybe you should put her to sleep for a while so she can't hurt herself anymore. Good idea. Honey, you're going to sleep. (laughs) Honey, you're going to sleep. Uh, She does not respond. Then I uh, cast sleep. Okay. You got to roll hit points. Roll 5d8. But then I can make it higher. How many hit points do you think this girl has right now? Two. You know, you're so right. (laughs) Eight. Six. Four. Eighteen. Uh, two, twenty. Twenty-three. Uh, yeah, she, she, you kind of see her fight it a little bit, uh, before her, her eyes roll closed and, and her head nods forward. She falls asleep. Good night. 
And that, uh, that telekinetic link has now been broken between you and her, though it still stands between the four of you for the next... Hour. Yeah, 50 oh, minutes. Yeah. About 50 minutes. 50 minutes. Hi, guys. Isn't this cool? Oh, I don't think I like this. I this love it. Now all your meta all. stuff that you say makes a little well, bit more <laughs> sense. I was about Yay! to say. <laughs> guys, don't, don't listen too close. You're going to catch some stray thoughts you don't want to hear. <laughs> a very troubled man. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I, Fenian goes back over to Sheriff Heal. Okay. Of course you do. He has, uh, during this conversation, been fully distracted by the book he was reading when you first entered the building. Sick. Okay, while Fenian's talking to him, I'm thinking at him through our telepathic link. Say wiener, say wiener, say wiener. <laughs> Just uh, at a low hum underneath sh- whatever else is about to happen. Sheriff Heal. Say <laughs> Um I <laughs> I grab hold of Otto's hand and cast shocking grasp. No! <laughs> um I think I might actually have a resistance to that. You probably do. <laughs> Melody put him to sleep. (laughs) Um, I put a warning hand on Otto's shoulder. (laughs) She does the mom thing. Respect. To be fair, he takes like two damage tops. It's a very weak, it's a cantrip. I just want him to shut up for a second. You basically Um, tase him like a shock collar. Literally that. Um, I don't like the precedence that sets. (laughs) (laughs) Sheriff Heal. Obviously, the girl is having a bad time of it. We are happy to help. We are at your disposal from this moment forward. Okay, uh, so did you get anything out of her, like, of importance? Classified. Well, Fantasy Bureau of Investigation. We believe possibly it's connected to... Uh, the evil creeping towards this town, but we're not sure at this stage of the investigation. Uh, but we would like to help. That moan was something awful. I'm sorry I made that noise. <laughs> I am sorry that noise escaped my extremely luscious lips. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we are happy to help with your investigation now, if you would, if you would so kindly accept our gracious help. He, uh, he. This he is my the... favorite way to ever play Fenian, just FYI. I'm so happy. I think this is just Fenian's voice now. <laughs> I'll lose I my mind. So. He, uh, he sets the book down on the desk and he kind of he leans back in his chair and, um, and rubs his hand over his face and back through his hair. And he says, uh, okay, um, so I've kind of had the same suspicion. Obviously, it seems. Well, it seems fairly obvious to me, maybe not to the rest of the townsfolk, but uh, this stuff that's sapping the life out of the the livestock and the trees in this town, uh, obviously, like, it's sapping the life force out of the townspeople, too, right? Like, it's not everybody, but it's some. Obviously. Obviously. I I would agree. I can't tell where it's coming from at all. But, um, well, my my deputy's gone missing, and my... uh, well, a few other townsfolk have gone missing, and, uh, well, I mean, 
Well, there's Darla, but, you know, you won't hear anything about that from Germ. Um. Darla? Darla? Who's Darla? Uh, well, Darla Logpitcher is, is the town master's wife. And and he won't tell you anything about it, and uh, he keeps trying to cover it up and and blame it on postpartum depression. But um, it's just like Scientology. She uh, she she's been suffering this same fate. But um, well, see, she was the first to get it, and she didn't disappear though, like the others have. Which is the weird part, I think. And I don't know if it's because Germ has been keeping a close eye on her or what, but uh, she just sort of. She just sort of goes in and stares at the southern edge of town in into the dead forest every day. I hate when that. Okay, so when you she do, makes it you've seen the, her. Yeah, I've seen her. She hasn't gone missing. But, like, at points in the day where she's, I don't know, able to, like, get out of the house when Germ's not looking, she just goes and she stares into the forest. Hmm. Maybe we should go find her. Well, Sheriff... I'll level with you. This is not our first run-in with this phenomena. And we have fought it before, but this is a little bit different than what we're used to dealing with. He he takes like a big, long breath and he says, um, So you know how to beat it then, right? You know what's doing it and how to beat it? Well, basically, we have basically. before. <laughs> that didn't answer my question. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, if you've encountered it before, I guess that's more than I'm working with, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, when you make, like, a peanut butter and jelly and you're like, this is better than a peanut butter and jelly usually is. But then the next time you go to make another one, you don't remember how, like, what you did special the last time. That's, like, no, the situation. I don't it follow. is remarkably <laughs> like that. Do not follow. <laughs> Sorry. Well, firstly, you well, have to I find like we peanuts. Should start. The peanuts that you use are important. Never mind. Regardless, <laughs> that's immaterial to this. <laughs> I, I feel like we should probably start by beheading the town master's wife. No, I no, gotta no, say, befriending. He misspoke. Not I'm gonna put my foot down here and say no beheading. Uh, well, no, she's too no, far gone. No murdering of the townsfolk. I think. That's well, fair. Anyway. Push her size and puts her battle axe. You're gonna away. be eating those words when when you got a boss battle on your hands. And Sheriff. you got a fucking deputy that's zombified. Yeah, probably. you're gonna wish we beheaded him earlier. I don't know about that. I behead the ship. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Well, uh, perhaps we should follow up on this Darla lead, and we'll report back afterwards. Yeah, uh, come, said, yeah, come if back we find with any her. information if you find her. Indeed. Okay, and you'll just be here, like, doing paperwork? I'm try I'm reading through the deputy's uh, <laughs> logs. I'm trying to see if anything leads to his disappearance. Maybe that, wherever important. he disappeared to, or what caused his disappearance, could lead us back to the cause of his infection. And then maybe we can stop future infections. You know, it all leads back. I'm reading the notes, man. I'm reading the notes. That's cool. Yeah, you just sound kind of defensive. So. <laughs> well, now that that's guys done. Sounds super defensive. Uh, perhaps we should go, me and my associates, uh, very well. Have an, uh, well, as pleasant as possible afternoon, Sheriff. Uh, yes. I tip my cowboy hat at him. Oh, he tips his sheriff hat back. He picks up his sheriff hat, hat puts it on, and tips it back. As we're walking wow. out, hat guys. We're Not leaving, guys. yes. Yeah. 
as we're walking yeah. out, um, I'm, I haven't talked about this in a long time, but I'm definitely still wearing it. The uh, cloak of many fashions. Okay. It's black with the big yellow letters FBI along the back. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I love where this has gone. I, I want so it. I do too. Jealous. I'm very into this. Fantasy Bureau oh, of Investigation. So you are now out on the street in front of the, uh, the, the, the town county jail and uh, you are on the corner of another fork at the, the, other, the southern oh, end of the town now. Yes. Well, okay. You got to circle back around. We... It's kind of like a big oval. Yeah. Should we go looking for Darla or should we just wait at the southern end of town for her to come stare into the forest? That's if she gets loose. Because I feel like I'm vaguely interested in finding Darla, but mostly so that I can like see what's up about staring into the forest, you know? Well, yeah, I like it. So you want to go to the forest? I guess, yeah. Do you just want to just go to like the southern tip of town where where she stares into the forest? Yeah, I'm down. Or where we, we, we guess someone would We can at least investigate it to, to see if we see anything. Yeah. To sure. the forest. To the forest. Uh, so you guys are standing on my map where it says S6 then? Yes. Okay, you are standing at the very southern end of of town, uh, in the center of the road that leads parallel along the forest uh, that leads south out of town. And um, as you stand here, you see, on first glance, no sight of Darla. But why doesn't everybody make a perception check while you stand here? 13. 18. 18. I'm not doing well tonight. Oh, and shit today. <laughs> I'm rolling well Got a today. Ten. Uh, I never roll well. Uh, okay. As you guys are standing here, just kind of like pacing the road a bit, looking looking out for for a woman who may be Darla. Uh, Fennian and Melody, you hear uh, just echo off the trees to your to your backs. Maybe maybe it's coming from the northeast. Uh, you hear. Uh, Gregor, can you grab that bale of hay? Bring it this way. Gregor and Yasmin, stop playing in the mud with the pigs. Those are my friend's children. Oh, (gasps) yikes. What a creepy way to say that. You guys can stay here if you want. I have to go talk to someone. (laughs) Where are you going? Um, yes, everybody's coming. Yes, indeed. Okay. Indeed. Um, Did so, he just say he never forgets a kid? <laughs> <laughs> I never forget a kid. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, um, Fenian is hot on the trail of wherever that sound just came from. Okay. You you whip around and head back up the right side of that forked path that you came back down and you are searching uh uh Left and right for the source of the voice. Why don't you all make another perception check? Why bother? It's going to be like a two. It's a one. (laughs) Fifteen. Six. What are we rolling? 
Perception. <laughs> Fifteen. Sorry. Okay. You guys, uh, you guys are still walking down this street, looking left and right. Uh, as you come up the corner, you pass by a, a large farmhouse on your right hand side, with a very large crop field, uh, uh, quickly followed by a small uh, pasture. And as you pass by, you you see two grown men working out in the field, and two children helping them haul bales of hay and uh, spreading seed. You. Do I recognize either of the grown men? Not from this distance. You're you're oh, about what? you're about a street away. You're you're catching the glimpse. Oh, of this we're a street the... over. Sorry. Yep. Okay. You're catching the glimpse of this through the through the gaps between the houses. I mean, let's do. He told you to come visit, right? Let's get over there. He did. It occurs to me, though, that I will look crazy standing on the edge of the field, yelling, "Hey, hey, you! It's me." <laughs> probably should do that oh you know what you gotta do i say expertly to fenian because i have a lot of practice just call him by like a nickname just be like hey chief hey tiger you're right that's a good that's that's good advice all right let's go can we cut between the buildings to the next street over yeah there's wide alleys between the buildings sick i do that okay you guys approach the edge of this field uh and on Closer inspection, Fenian, you do recognize one of these grown men. Uh, he is a large, bemuscled, bald man, wearing a linen shirt and burlap pants. That's my boy. Um, and I is the field fenced in. Uh, yeah, there's a big, big wooden fence. I go up to that fence and like step up on the first rung mm-hmm. and wave my hand at him. And I yell, hey, buddy, it's me. I made it. Uh, okay. Uh, both him and the other man, as well as the two children, look up and, and shield their eyes from the sun. And, uh, and as they kind of look and look and look, uh, the bald man kind of gasps. And he, he, he slaps the other man on the shoulder and says something that you can't hear. And, uh, <laughs> and he goes running in your direction. And he says, Oh, my uh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's you. It's I, me. Oh, my God. I thought I'd never see you again. I know. Happened, I didn't. Man? Oh, thank God. He doesn't remember your name either. Uh, thank Christ. No, Fenny, uh, right? I actually oh, don't think we ever did names. You so did. you he knowing asked, that is remarkable. Asked, no, he asked your name, but you didn't ask his name. Rough. Well, he didn't give me his name either, so whose fault is that? Um. Anyways, <laughs> it's so good to see you. I didn't think we'd have a reason to be down here. It's been such a busy, uh, well, I, I actually have no idea how much time has passed since I've been in that boot. You know, me either. Uh, I, you were doing research, <laughs> right? Did you, uh, did you get everything you needed? How'd that trip go? Well... That trip is still going, actually. It turns out something that we need is right here in this town. Oh, no way. Yeah, you know that uh, evil dark black inkiness that's taking over everything and causing people to ruin their own lives? Well, I I, I know that every crop in town is dead for some unknown yeah. reason. Yeah, it's that thing. It's okay. killing all the crops and also the people, it would appear. Oh. So that's... I- I don't know if anyone's turned up dead yet. Well, disappeared dead 
tomato, tomato. Well, actually, all the tomatoes are dead, huh? Anyways, oh, God. um, <laughs> we're here investigating that, but how are you? It's been too long. Oh my God, I'm other than the dead crop, I'm I'm doing great. Hey, uh, he he turns behind him and hollers out, uh, Gregor, Yasmin, Edgar, get over here. This is an old friend of mine. And uh, the two kids and the other man come walking over, and uh, they the two kids kind of hide behind him, and the other man puts his arm around his shoulder, and uh, he says. This is my husband, Ed- Edgar, and this is Gregor and Yasmin. You know them from their pictures. Uh, and this I is do. my friend, Fenian. It's a pleasure to meet you, Edgar. Uh, and hello, Gregor and Yasmin. Oh You're just God. as adorable as you were in his wallet photos. <laughs> They're, they kind of hunker behind him a little more. <laughs> I recognize now. It didn't occur to me why you were frightened. I do look like an actual demon from hell, but I swear I'm very nice. Gregor nods his head. <laughs> Thank you, Gregor, for that show of approval. Anyways, I can't believe that we're back together. This is sort of entirely unexpected on my part. I didn't realize we were coming to the same town, but I'm out of things to say. I can only roleplay this for so long. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, what, you guys know about that Inky Black stuff? These are my friends. That's Otto, the one who just talked. This short one is Portia. And this other one is Melody. She plays other the one. lute. <laughs> I think. I don't remember what instrument she plays. I think. I think there are many. Yeah, I think it's a bunch, actually, at this point. She's uh, in the other room sneezing. I don't really remember either. Achoo, 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 achoo. She's sneezing? Why oh, is I she thought s- she was coming back, but she's not. She's... Oh, she's just running around. Where did she place. go? I gave her that Bluetooth headphone, and now she's like, I'm going to have to sit down. I can hear everything that's happening. Yeah, but you can't participate. <laughs> Hold on, I'm coming. Do you want to take a break? Because I can run. Well, a- Amanda's break is almost done. She's almost done. Sorry. <laughs> Here I am. I play the viol, too. Oh. Oh, right. She's multi-talented. He's like, oh, it's it's so nice to meet you all. And nice to see you again, Otto. Um, like I said, if you're ever in Rosemond, right? So, uh, well, we don't really have much food because the crop this year is, is, well, dead. But, um, if you need a place to stay or, or you have any questions, you know, we're here for you. Well, thank you very much. Uh, We do have food. We could, uh, we have provisions. Hungry? I mean. You like jerky out of a. Bag of holding? We're doing okay for now, thank you. Uh, we just, we got the cows, luckily, haven't turned yet, and, uh, well, we, you know, we we stored some corn from, from the last harvest, so. Oh, it's good to hear. Well, listen, we have to run and, I don't know, stare at the southern edge of town, I guess. That's what, that's what's on the, uh, the roster for us. Anyway. Sounds like a fun evening. Oh, unbelievably, you have no idea. When all this is resolved... Is there a tavern in town? We have to catch up. Uh, yeah, our 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 uh our inn has a tavern. It's called the uh, the Weary Raven. Fantastic! I'll Dramatic. send for you when we're done with everything here. We've recently been enlisted by the sheriff to help solve the goop issue. Goop issue? Huh. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Let me know. It's excellent to see you and. Perhaps we will take you up on that offer to hang around in the house and sleep and eat. 
I like the way you put things, Fenian. I don't remember you being so weird. (laughs) Oh, I've only gotten weirder. You have no idea. I like it. I like these changes. They suit you. Thank you. You should have seen me southern like 10 minutes ago. I know. It was wild. I really put on an act for some reason. I didn't really think it through. Anyways, I'll let you get back to work. It's a pleasure to see you all and nice to meet you. Yeah, uh, Edgar says, nice to meet you too. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know, uh, I didn't know Hanko had some, had such nice friends hanging around outside the, uh, the town you. limits. You could have asked. That would have been weird. Anyways, well, I can't speak to the rest of them, but he did manage to befriend. I will describe myself as possibly the weirdest person this side of the uh, Prime Meridian. Anyways. <laughs> Lovely to meet you all. I bid you adieu. You think this fantasy world has something as Eurocentric as a Prime Meridian? Probably not, but I couldn't think of the other equator fast enough, and for some reason Prime Meridian, Prime Meridian is the one came I in spit out. Equator? That's impressive. I have social anxiety that it turns out affects even fantasy conversations. So Fair, fair. No judgment. <laughs> Nothing I have done in this game has proved otherwise. So it's going great. I'm loving it. Really Thanks. RP heavy. Just so great. Uh, um, all right. So I'm gonna go brood and stare at the dark. Fenian hops off the fence, waves goodbye, and joins Otto at the southern edge of town. Okay. They uh. Gonna cross my arms like an anime rival. And just glare <laughs> into the dark forest. As you guys walk back south and uh, past the farmhouse, you notice a large wooden hand-carved sign outside of the the, uh, the property limits that reads, Mancus Farms. And then what is that one more walking. time? Mancus Farms. M-A-N-K-U-S. I, this is my way of letting you know I named that character Hanko Mancus. <laughs> See, Hanko uh, Mancus. I- I definitely didn't get that name in the tavern because I would have fucking remembered Hanko Mancus. No, it's because I didn't write a name in the tavern and I got the opportunity <laughs> to write it now and his name is Hanko Mancus. I, I thought I was like scouring my brain like did we meet like a Hitler Mancus or something that I should remember? Like, I just really needed you all to know that I named that character Hanko Mancus and it was really important. I love important Hanko Mancus. So uh, Mancus Farm is R6? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Thank you. That's where we stay in. That's our house for a while. Uh, so you guys are walking towards the southern end of town, yes? Yes. Let's make another perception check when you get there. 20. She did it. I also rolled a nat 20. Uh. My dice rolls have been dramatically better than usual this sesh, and I feel suspicious of my dice. Might have been so bad. Plus nine is eighteen. I got a nineteen. Okay. Uh. Yeah. You guys are 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 now, again, pacing the length of the, the southernmost street that leads parallel to the edge of the forest, and you still see no sign of a woman that could be Darla. But back up on the forked path, you do see a man you haven't seen before. Um who is kind of wandering aimlessly, wearing a deputy's uniform and hat. Oh! I snatch him. I, ru- I snatch him, I whip him, and I lasso him 
and I snatch him. I snatch him and whip him and lasso him. Excellent. He dies. No. <laughs> wow. Can I just say this was so much easier than I thought it was going to be? He Hello. On your nat twenty, you notice he was aimlessly approaching you. Oh, we gotta snatch this boy up. Yeah, we're gonna have to do something because I don't like the the cut of his jib. I want to lasso him with my whip and then like use it to like bind his arms up and hold him. You know. So you're you're tying him up. Yeah. Yeah, whips don't lasso. Whips hurt people. So you have to roll damage <laughs> if you're really whipping this man. I feel like for me though, no. I'm just really good at the whip. No, whip is a I weapon. Have a rope. Can Jamie I Jamie said it? absolutely not. A whip God is a weapon. It, so if you're gonna whip him, you gotta roll damage. Portia, are you tying him up? Yep. In okay. the time that Otto had tried that, to think about him, I think that the way this him. actually played out is that I got the whip. And then Portia, like, silently put a hand on my arm. <laughs> Shook her head. Just no. Uh, so, um, Portia, why don't you roll a... I'm ready. Roll a, de- a dexterity check to see how well you tie him up. And how hard it is for you. <laughs> you said dexterity? Yeah. An 18. Uh... Yeah, you kind of you get him down on his knees actually, and you you kind of uh, you tie his arms behind his back and his ankles together, and he's he's just very gently wriggling to try to get out of your tie. Does anybody want to make a perception check on him? Yeah, can I roll one too? We're just twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Everybody can roll one. It's a five, six, nineteen. Uh. Uh, Melody and Fenian, you well, you all see that he he is frail looking and grayed, but uh, Melody and Fenian, you see that um, his eyes have the same effect as uh, as Francis, where they kind of they kind of are are almost glassy looking. Her, that his irises have no color, his teeth are grayed beyond his parted lips. His his skin is is gray, waxy, and mottled, and he looks very thin and weak. And um, Melody, you see on his on his deputy's uniform the uh, the uh, a small gray name or a small metal nameplate that reads Deputy Wex Smart. Found the deputy. Should we take him back to Ignatius? Yeah. Should we? Heck yeah. Or but should we ask him? Should we try anything on him first before the deputy gets his grubby little hands on I him? I guess I could do telepathic bond again. It'll cost me another fifth level spell slot. Fifth level? Woof. Woof. I just, we don't even know if he's that far gone yet. I shake yeah. him and I'm like, hey, what's going on? What's going on? He doesn't respond to that. I smack him. Oh my God. Uh, he <laughs> what's going on? He still does not respond to that. Okay, well, I've done all I can do. Yeah, he doesn't respond to any of these these jarring actions that you put him through. And in fact, Portia, I you- I passed message. You, okay. You got message. So I'm just going to say to him, like, what's up? He does not respond. What was his name again? Wexler? Wex Smart. Wex Smart. Hello. No response. I got nothing. 
Um, Fenian is gonna run to the sheriff station to, or the jail, I guess it's not a sheriff station, to drag Ignatius over to see the deputy. If he's there, if he's not there, and we'll stay. Okay, I'm out yeah. Of uh, you you enter in in kind of bursting through the door. You enter the the town jail, and the sheriff is not here. And as you scan the room, neither is Francis. Son of a we bitch. Figured. Um. Okay. I run back to my friends and tell them. Okay. Uh, Sh- sheriff Heel's gone, and so is Francis. So good call on that one, Otto. You were right. I knew we shouldn't have left her. Maybe we should take him back to the jail. Yeah. Well. Yeah, probably take him back is a good idea. Just put him in her empty cell. I could have whipped this fucking guy. So he doesn't assault anyone. Yeah. Or should we bring him towards the forest, let him go, and follow where he goes? Do that too. But he was coming towards us, right? Well, we were standing at the southern edge of the forest. He, I don't oh. think he was coming towards us. I think he didn't see us. He was looking at the woods. What if he starts fighting us? So, well, we'll keep him, kill him tied up on a long leash and then follow where he leads. Now that's a it, good like, idea. Like walking dead style like Michonne. Yes. All right. Roll for cutting off Dibs his on arms. being Michonne. So you, Damn you, it. you get him back up on his feet and untie his ankles and you tie a lead on him with rope, correct? His arms are still bound, yeah. Yes. Yeah, like around his arms. So you you get him up and you lead him to the edge of the forest. It's a little bit hard because he's he's almost staggering as he walks. Uh, And you lead him to the edge of the forest where he kind of um, pauses for a moment uh, before he he kind of unceremoniously turns back around and, and walks back towards you up the lead. Oh, shit. Should we let him just, like, approach us? I guess. Okay. Okay. This is weird. You you hold the, the lead, though it, it is very slack now as he approaches back towards you. And um, he's he's approaching you, Portia, the, the hand that's not holding the rope. Are you still wearing your gauntlet? Yeah. He's he's approaching and he's kind of leaning his shoulder down. Not like he's trying to free his arms, but like he's trying to he's trying to kind of use his armless body to grab at that. Can I like hold up my arm and like just see if he like switches position, like move my arm around to make sure that's actually what he's going for? Yeah, his his glossy gaze follows the trail of your gauntlet through the air and he as you bring it up more eye level to him, he opens his mouth and tries to get his mouth around it as being the only way he can think to grab it at the moment. Oh, boy. Gross. Um, I like this. Yeah, that sort of puts the kibosh on the follow him plan. Um, Well, we know how to get the other missing people back, though. You're right. That's true. Can I touch him just like on his shoulder with the arm to see if that sure. has any sort of effect on him? 
Yeah, you put you put the gauntlet on his shoulder, and uh, as you grip him, he he kind of moves his head a little bit to still try to get his mouth on it. Uh, and why don't you, Portia, make a perception check as he does this? Oh my fucking god! Seven. <laughs> okay, you don't notice any particular change, but you do notice that the saliva that he's leaving behind has the same inky, viscous nature, uh, and it's pretty dark and gray, dark gray, uh, as much of the the smoky goo that you've encountered. Uh-oh. Portia. Yeah? Put your gauntlet away. I put it in my bag of holding. No, I don't have you, that. Yeah, you don't have that. Um, I put it in my bag of things. I, yeah. My backpack. Okay, you, yeah, you stick you stick your your gauntlet in the in your pouch, and um, he kind of looks at it perplexed um, before he turns to Fenian and begins to approach your staff. Oh man, I can't hide that one so good. Um, which of us has the bag of holding? You and I, I have don't. it. I hold it up like. I hold oh, it up. I had the bag of holding. Yeah, I we have two. I it away. You and I each have okay, one. then Melody cool. and Otto have them. Um, I stick my I staff. I hold it up like a goalie, and you have to. I I javelin. Yeah, it. I javelin my staff into my. He's gonna say in Otto's. I yeah, uh, I yeet my staff into the bag of holding. <laughs> okay, he watches it sail through the air and into the bag of holding, where it it essentially disappears. Um, and through that line of sight, he follows it and lands on the amulet hanging around Otto's neck. All right, let we can do this faster. Everybody put your goddamn things in the bag. <laughs> we don't have to guess and say. check the whole time. We figured it out. Let's go. I dangle it in the bag, and then I pull it out, and then I dangle it. Oh, my it. God. <laughs> I shove both the diadem and the amulet in. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah all of in. your all of your items are in the bag of holding now, and he doesn't really know where to look. But his attention is not left you. I'm like, I have all the fucking items now, and I abscond and I run away. It was my <laughs> secret mission. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. He puts them all on. He is the keeper. <laughs> um, wow. I take my hand around the deputy's face and just turn his head towards the forest <laughs> to see if I can just like make him go the way I want him to. This way, come on, this way. <laughs> you turn his face towards the forest, and uh, he and he stays there. Yeah, he stays there for a moment as your hand as your hand drifts away from his face, and he lingers, looking that direction. Uh, and then, like a drunk looking for their phone, he turns back and looks to Portia's pockets. Mm. What you got, Portia? That's where she put Maybe? her Maybe Portia. Oh. I think he's getting smarter. <laughs> I hold up the bag again. Portia, buckets. Drop that gauntlet into the bag. I think I think Otto's going to run away with all our stuff. I <laughs> will destroy him. Put it in the bag. Yeah, okay. I do. Okay, yeah, you put your gauntlet in the bag. Now all of these things are tightly sealed away and uh, Otto, Otto kind of closes the flap and um deputy wexmart loses track of where to look and uh and as he loses track of where to look he turns away and uh begins 
kind of moaning and groaning out of what you can only assume to be frustration. Um, and as this happens, uh, a woman appears uh, down the street and begins uh, kind of wandering towards you. Oh, and God. You give us some of those moans, Jamie. What no. kind of moan? I don't think Come so. Come on, I for don't... the podcast. I think, can I, can I... I think I'm going to not do that. Is it something time. like... Ah! No. Ah! Oh, I, was, I was thinking more like... Tim Allen grunt? <laughs> Tim Allen noises? There, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's not what it was, but it is now. <laughs> Glad we established Tim Allen. <laughs> he's Tim Allening. <laughs> oh, now he's Scooby Dooing. No, um, this woman is 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 slowly approaching you from up the street. Oh. Oh God! There's another one. Y'all doing? Do you think we're gonna get like zombie hoarded? I know. I was just about to say. Uh, I I guess we should watch her. Hail and well met. Uh, you Howdy. Call, you call you call out to her. She does not respond. She just continues walking towards you. Like a leisurely walk, or is she like coming at us? Lumbering. She's lumbering. But does she look like the type that would normally lumber, or is this out of character for her? You cannot tell. <laughs> she is but a silhouette. It does occur to me we do not know what Darla looks like. <laughs> Darla! Darla! Uh, you continue calling out to this figure, and she makes no, she makes no move to respond. Um, as she is approaching- I guess it's not Darla. Why don't you all make a perception check? Twelve. Twelve also. This is perception, sorry. Mm-hmm. Ten. Fucking ten. We don't see anything. Uh the two twelves you got uh you you can make out that it's a woman in a long kind of uh uh farm dress and uh you can just see you can just see the silhouette of her, her stringy hair uh cascading over her shoulder and, and the very thin, thin silhouette of her thin, bony wrists and fingers out of the, the sleeves of her long-sleeved dress as she approaches ever slower. Okay, lady, respond to my words or we're going to tie you up like this this guy here. She Nothing? Nope, she doesn't respond. Okay, let's tie her up with this guy here. Or Let's link them what? together with like with one long rope, like a chain gang. And every time we get a new zombie, we'll link them together. Like you know what I mean? We wrap, oh, no. tie the lady, oh, take the excess slack, wrap it around her, tie her like a foot away from the other guy. Oh my god! And then we got room for like twenty five zombies in there. Do you? Um. Well, we could do that. Should we? hide from her why i don't know i just like watching i'm just i don't i hate to sound like a broken record every zombie that goes out there unaccounted for is a potential boss battle well every zombie that goes out there we can follow to the rest of them oh right but they're all coming towards us but are they all just coming towards us well i guess yeah maybe if we 
Step aside. Will she walk past us into the forest? That's a good call. All right. Are you just so stepping aside, waiting for her to pass yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's what I vote. I'm not the... You yeah, know. you guys make yeah, a decision. We'll do. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Okay, you guys You guys just sort of step aside, holding uh, Deputy Wexmar a little bit closer on leash, and um, this woman continues approaching, and she is as gaunt, waxy, and mottled as the others that you've seen. Um, but she seems to have expression in her eyes, which you have not seen in the others. And she pays you no mind as she passes, as she looks uh, dead out into the forest and stops just at its threshold. And she just stops there? Mm-hmm, and is continuing to stare out into the forest. What is up with Darla Logpitcher? How can she resist this thing? Um, I cast message and okay. say, what are you looking at? Um, roll a wisdom check. Whoa. Bad luck. It's a seven. You can't discern the sound you get in response. Ew. Maybe we should just kill him. <laughs> I'm it's starting to be, yeah, I'm starting to feel that way. I got a whip. I got an itchy whipper finger. I got a, like itchy, a trigger finger, but on a whip. whipper I got finger. A I hate that. I got a freaking gauntlet. Ew. Well. Take these guys out in one blow. <laughs> I hesitate to kill the guy who's in charge his wife, but if I'm outvoted, I will accept the group consensus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Melody. I also don't want to kill okay. his wife. See, this like is why we killing... shouldn't have had an even number. We're tied. Uh, as you guys are having deputy, this conversation... Deputy, you're the tiebreaker. What do you think? <laughs> as you guys are having this conversation and you look over to the deputy to uh, to kind of see how he is doing. He has completely changed his focus to Darla Log Pitcher. And he is Oh, he, okay. He's continuing to make these these strange wordless sounds. Um and as they grow a little more fervent and a little more insisting, she turns to look at him. And then she looks from him to Otto's bag of holding. And then to Otto's face. Oh, okay, never mind. We are gonna have to kill her, huh? Okay, no one told me this was gonna be scary. I say let's uh let's march her back to the to the sheriff's office. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. What are you doing? Apprehending Darla. And just be like, Ichabod, look. Ichabod? The zombies What's his are name? drawn to Ignatius. Ignatius. Oh god. Ignatius, look. We got oh. zombies. Oh, Ignatius is gone, by the way. So is Franny. I forgot to tell you that. Oh. Sorry. Slip my mind. Yikes. We can just collect them in the jail. We could. You're right. Although, um, I could build like little stone jails around them where they are right now. I know that spell. How long does that last? Forever, actually, if I concentrate hard enough. That's not even a joke. Literally, that's how the spell works. That's... Let's just put them in the cells that already exist. It's not even no, that big I want math tiny <laughs> Yeah, okay, fair enough. Let's go to the jail. Okay, you guys you guys break out some rope to tie to try up to, to try to tie up Darla Log Pitcher. 
Uh, and as you pull this out of your bag, she begins walking. She walks to the left, eyes still on Otto. And as she walks, she begins a slow, deep, guttural sound that gradually pitches upward and turns into a holler. And it's a holler that echoes off of the trees and buildings all throughout Rosemond. And as she does this, uh, beside you, Deputy Wexmart begins to drool. And as Deputy Wexmart begins to drool, the drool becomes thick and viscous and inky, and it drips down to the ground in black puddles, where it then begins to creep towards your feet. And as this is happening, everybody make a perception check on the world around you. Otto, give me the gauntlet. Oh boy. I got six. I got 12. 11. Melody, from the woods to the east, you see you see a small frail figure come sprinting out of the woods. And Fenian, from the woods to the west, you see a short stocky figure come sprinting out of the woods. And they're barreling towards the four of you. Oh, give me the gauntlet. And uh, as you guys are all standing here and these figures have come to uh, surround you, there are, in fact, six figures now all standing around you. You recognize Frankie. You recognize, obviously, Darla and Deputy Wexsmart. And then there are three other figures that you don't recognize. And they are standing in a circle around you. Deputy Wexsmart has walked backwards to the end of his lead from you, Portia. And why don't you make a strength check to see if you hold on to it when he tries to yank it out of your grip. It's a net 20. Oh! You You maintain hold on this lead, but he is standing as close as he can get to the ring of the essential circle that these figures have formed around you. And as they're all standing around you and Darla continues to holler, they all begin drooling this thick inky drool and as they all drool down it drips down to the ground and it it begins to congeal and collect in the center around where you all are standing in fact just in front of you and um as that congeals uh it begins to it begins to steam and it steams and the steam builds upwards and grows thicker and thicker and before you know it in front of you there is a six-foot-tall black smoke figure emerging from the pool of drool in front of you all. Hey, it's your DM, Jamie. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you enjoyed it. I just want to give one more apology for the audio quality of some of the tracks on this episode, as well as the previous. Uh, We had a little bit of technical difficulty, so thank you so much for uh, bearing with us. I hope I was able to edit it into something a little more listenable. As always, if you're not already following us on Twitter and Instagram, you totally should. We are at AadventureCast, and if you choose to post anything about the show, use the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast, as well as tagging us so we can see it. 
now is a pretty good time to go ahead and follow us if you haven't already. We are rounding out towards the end of the campaign. Uh, but it's a good time to follow us because once we finish the campaign, we would like to do a Q&A in our post-campaign table talk. So if you'd like to be a part of that or even just you know, want to see what's up with us on Twitter and Instagram, why don't you go ahead and follow us over there and keep an eye out for more updates as far as that Q&A goes. I also would like to say thank you guys so much for spreading the show. We have been getting quite a few more listeners lately and, uh, you know, just keep doing it. (laughs) Uh, We don't spend any money on advertising, so uh, word of mouth and uh, the social medias is the best we can ask for it. On that same note, why don't you go ahead and follow us on whichever platform it is you get your favorite podcasts. We are on plenty. And if you would be so kind as to go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review, that would be super duper helpful. I thank you in advance for that. And uh, I hope that you guys are as excited for the rest of this campaign as we are, as well as everything coming after. There's a lot of new things that we're going to try and we're very excited. So um, keep your eyes and ears open for more information about post-harmony. But meanwhile, I hope that you enjoy the rest of the campaign. And as always, friends, I will catch you in the next one. Bye!